Hi, I'm Debbie Kitterman. And I'm Brandi Kitterman, and we are here to equip you and challenge you to, to dare to hear the voice of God. Well, on today's episode, as promised um, in last week's episode, we're going to talk about testing prophecy. Mm-hmm. Or judging prophecy, but I don't like to use that word because people are like, we're not supposed to judge other people. Well, and even if you're judging prophecy, right, that's not what you're doing. You're not judging the person, you're judging the word. Exactly, you're judging the word. And so what I like to talk about is testing the prophecy. And Mm -hmm. back when I was first learning to operate in the gift of the prophetic, um, there wasn't a lot of talk about this. And so I have learned the hard way what happens when you don't test or judge the prophetic Mm. word itself. And so in fact, in my book, which is a great resource for um, going deeper in this topic, in chapter nine, it's called Put It on the Altar testing prophecy and that the people don't understand that there is um, a responsibility um, for the giver and a responsibility for the receiver and just because somebody said something doesn't mean it's necessarily all true right shocker I know yeah I think this is kind of uh I mean, this is definitely related to what we were talking about in the last episode. Right. And I think it's very important to note that not everybody is in the same place in their relationship with God. Yeah. Not everybody hears him as clearly or as well. Not everybody has worked out their spiritual ears. And so um, not everybody gets it right all the time. Right. Honestly, nobody gets it right all the time um, because... We do live in a fallen world, right? We make mistakes. We're humans. And so I think it's important to not judge the person. Like that's, I think, I think that's a big one here. I think a lot of people are like, well, I really trust them and I, I don't want to not take their word because, you know, I, I know that they hear from God, but you know, sometimes it's just not for you. Yeah. And, and here's, here's what I'd like to say. I don't think. And there's a whole other chapter on this, too, uh, about the misuse and abuse of this particular mm-hmm. gifting, where there are some people that do set out to use it for their own gain and uh, use it to manipulate and control people. And so that's not what we're talking about here. We're actually talking about somebody who is really wanting to mm-hmm. encourage other people, somebody who is really wanting to be a gift and to release the gift of prophetic encouragement over others. But there's one thing about we receive a revelation from God. It's completely different to get the interpretation because we're filtering it through our own lenses. And so while we may get this revelation, as we um, release the interpretation, there could be some pieces that are off. And that's one of the things that I always encourage in my classes and when I'm teaching this, is that if God shows you a picture or gives you a word or whatever, that you speak that out too, so that as the individual that is receiving the word of prophetic encouragement from you, they can take that and they can pray over it. So I have some steps. Are you ready for my steps? ready okay so my steps um, are first of all it's very scriptural first John uh, 4 1 says test everything test everything that we're supposed to do it and that includes that includes sermons that includes speakers that includes the books that you're reading that includes all of those things right that if it doesn't line up with the Word of God then it's not truth. Yes. Right? And so we're supposed to test everything. Uh, we don't we don't just take what somebody says to be the gospel. 
we ask God, is this you? Are you really saying this? Is this your revelation? Is the, Are you in this? Does this line up with the word of God? Okay. And then the next thing is 1 Thessalonians 5.11, which I, I quote all the time because it says, therefore, encourage everyone, right? Mm -hmm. Encourage one another just as, in fact, you are doing. But then as you read further down, Paul talks about this. He says, don't quench the spirit. Don't have contempt for prophecies, but take them, test them, hold on to the good and get rid of the bad. So it's like we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Right. We want to keep the baby, but the bathwater's dirty. And so we want to keep the good mm -hmm. and we want to get rid of the bad. And so but we have a responsibility to do that. So here's here's some of the steps, okay? Okay. Step number 1. First and foremost, does the word that was spoken line up with scripture? Make sense? Anytime God yep. speaks, Anytime God speaks, he is never going to contradict the word of God. Why? Because the word of God is true. The word of God is right. And it is the it is um, the plumb line. It is the foundation. It is our roadmap. Everything lines up with it. It is our compass for life. And so if God speaks, he is never going to contradict his scripture. Yeah. Right? Okay. So now what if you're saying, well, what if somebody told me that I'm supposed to move to Africa? How is that in the Bible? Right? Okay. Okay. Well, it's not necessarily in the Bible that you're going to move to Africa, but there are things in the Bible. In fact, I was teaching in class one time that it was like, well, God's not going to tell you to sell your house and move to so-and-so. It's not in the Bible. And this gal said, well, actually, it is. <laughs> and I was like, what? And there was this one place where she said, because they were right, like they had felt like God was calling them to move away yeah. um, from this area to pursue this thing that God had put on there. And she was reading his scriptures one day and God says, pick up your whole household and move. And I can't remember, it was in the Old Testament somewhere, and I can't remember what it was. And no, it wasn't Abraham. Um, but there was an, another part where he was saying, pick up your, your whole household, and it's time for you to move. And so, because she was asking God, and she said, I just, it was in my scripture reading for the day. I didn't purpose for that. But I felt like God was saying, this is your word. This is your confirmation. Oh. Now, we can see where God said to, to Abram, pick up your stuff, right? And take your whole family and all your household and everything and go to a place that you don't know where I'm sending you. And so he was learning to develop his relationship with yeah. God and he was learning to hear God on the way because God was like, stop here, go here, do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the first, the first measuring of how we test it is does it line up with the word of God? Right. Okay. Now, if there's somewhere where you're like, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure that moving to Hawaii lines up with the word of God. I'm still a little unclear. That's okay. There's more steps to go through, right? And you you keep praying and you asking God and you go to God. God, is this you? I need confirmation. I need you to show me. I need you to speak to me. So the second one was, is does it resonate within me? Okay. okay, so that one is a little hard because sometimes when we want something so bad, of course it's going to resonate with us, right? right? And, and there's something about like when there's just this desire in our heart that we want so bad, sometimes people, um, people can pick up on in the spirit realm and they can minister and speak prophetically to those things because there's such this strong desire in yeah. us. And that, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother podcast um, to get into. But but you got to go back to, does the word that was spoken resonate to me? Does the word that this person gave me, does it resonate with something in? Does it confirm something, um, which is the third one? 
Does it confirm something right. that I've already been asking God about or that I've already been sensing? So for my friend who felt that God was calling her and her family to pick up and move to a place, that it confirmed something that she had already been asking God about. And that not only did she get a prophetic word from somebody that this was the time to move, then she's reading the scriptures as they're seeking God. Is this really you? And she comes across a scripture that she didn't even know was there, right? That she doesn't, right. I mean, remember reading and it didn't stick out except for in that season right now. That's where God takes the word and he makes it a personal rhema word for somebody in that moment. Yeah. Now, I want you to think about like the times that you've been given prophetic words because I know when you travel and you minister with me, sometimes people like to step out and they like to give you words. Now, I will say that uh, a lot of people don't give me words now, but back when I was learning, I was in an environment where I got words right. a lot. But people, they're just some something makes people afraid to give me words. I don't know what it is. I, I love to get them, and I'm blessed to get them because it's encouragement for me, and it usually confirms things. And I just honor them for stepping out um, to re- to release something over my life. But I have a couple of stories. Okay. Um, and maybe we'll just share one now and I'll save one for another time. We'll okay. see if you have something. But there was a particular time when I was um, stepping out and this person, I highly trusted them. In fact, I was working for them and um, I was stepping out to launch my ministry and we were getting ready to do this, the Dare to Hear conference. And um, I got this prophetic word and when I got it, um, I was so much so like, I respect this person. This person hears from God. Like this person is more equipped in the prophetic than I will. This person's a mentor to me and I've got to listen to this word. And as I was reading the word, yes, it lined up. Did it resonate with me? Some of it did. Some of it didn't. Did it confirm some things? Yes and no. And I had uh, the board for my ministry was set up at that time. And I remember giving it to the board because I was so distraught by it because I'm the type of person that when God speaks, I want to make sure that I do everything in my life to line up with what he's saying. I don't want to be in disobedience. I don't want to delay where he's taking me or what he's asking me to do by not responding, right? Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I was in turmoil because here's this trusted mentor that gives me this word that I felt like some of it was right and some of it wasn't, but I thought, well, that's just me. There's just this pride and arrogance in me that doesn't want to receive it. And maybe there's something in me that's not being teachable. And so I was just distraught, like, oh my gosh, I have to change this. I have to do this. I have to do this. And oh, wow. It was just, I just felt, I just felt icky about this word. It was not an encouraging word, honestly. Um, And so I submitted it to my board and said, I need help with this. This is where I'm at. I'm struggling. And they read it. And one of the guys said to me on the board, you know, in your spirit, what is your spirit saying? Does this resonate with you? And I'm like, well, not really. And they're like, then why are you giving it credence? Like, this isn't a word from God. This is a word from this individual that is setting out to set you straight because of some issues that are going on. And I was like, Mm. and this person didn't even know the whole story of what was going on. But when they said that, when that board member said that, I was like, oh, they're so right. 
Now, I'm not sure that the when she set out to do it, that she was setting out to manipulate, that she was setting out to hurt. I don't think she was. I want to believe right. that she wasn't. But the fact is, is that I learned a hard lesson that in that season was that when somebody gives you a word, it is your responsibility to test it. It is your responsibility to put it on the altar before the Lord and say, God, mm-hmm. what is you and what is not? Because I want to keep the good. I want to take that. I want to mine it. I want to walk into it. I want to research it. I want to line my life up with it. But if it's not you, then if I line my line life up with it, then I'm going to be getting off track. I'm yeah. going to get off the path. And that's right. what that word did for me a month going into launching this huge thing that really released my ministry. And I could have been sidetracked for a lot longer than a couple of weeks had I not submitted it to other people to help me get a good perspective. And so now I say to people, I don't care if it's me or someone with a great track record. You need to test the prophecies. It says that. It says it in 1 John 4. It says it in 1 Thessalonians 5. And then in um, Matthew chapter 7, Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruit, right? And so look at the person's life. Is there good fruit coming from their life and their ministry? I mean, I think we all want good fruit coming from the words that we speak out of um, prophetic encouragement to other people. But we also need to be mindful of um, that we might not always be getting it right. And we need to, this is my other thing, leave lots of grace and space, right? Yeah. Never assume somebody is trying to harm you or trying to lead you astray. Just assume that they got a revelation and they didn't interpret it right and they gave it Mm -hmm. to you. Give lots of grace and space. So have you thought, I know I put you on the spot, but have you thought of any? I can't think of any off the top of my head. When somebody has given you something that you're like, yeah, no. Not in particular, but I mean, I know that I've had that happen to me before. Yeah. You know, it's, it it kind of is common, um, mostly because, yeah, I am your daughter. And when I travel with you, um, I know uh, occasionally you like to use me as not target practice, but you know, kind of uh, word word practice. <laughs> <laughs> not target um, practice, yes. No, it's good target practice, right? Um, so you know, every once in a while, I'll get one that is not like way out in left field, right? Right. Um, but for the most part, it's I honestly just appreciate them stepping out, yeah. and I think because a lot of them are biblically accurate, right, then even if it's not the way that they intended, the word can still speak into my life. Right. Um, That's a good point. And so, yeah, it's not it's not always what they originally think. I think that goes back to interpreting the word too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's if you have a dream and somebody else has a dream, they're not going to mean the same things, right, yeah. even if it's the same exact people. And I think the word is the same. Um, so when somebody gets a word that they believe is for you, you have to take that and you have to test it based on what you know about things and how God speaks to you yeah. and your language with him. Um, and so that's kind of what I do if if a word doesn't necessarily apply to my life. Also hold on to it because just because it could, like it's not quite right right now, doesn't mean it won't be right later yeah you know don't don't absolutely well because a lot of times like for me when I minister um I'm operating at a different level and just the um 
gift of prophetic encouragement right. because of the calling and the mantle that's on my life. Mm-hmm. And so when I release stuff prophetically over people, it's not always words of knowledge or things that are happening right now. They are for things that can happen two, three, right. four years down the road. And so when I speak stuff over people, it doesn't necessarily resonate with them. Um, it encourages them. Um, it might not confirm something that's going on, but it could. It definitely lines up with Scripture or the direction God is taking them. And right. so, so in those instances, they have to pray into that. And in fact, I share a testimony. Um, I don't believe it's in the Gift of Prophetic Encouragement. I think it's in my workbook, Releasing God's Heart. And when I talk about the judging prophecy section in there I talk about that I gave a prophetic word to a gal she brought a picture of her daughter who was in college and I gave a prophetic word for her about what I saw her daughter doing as far as a degree what she was getting a degree in and she's like nope that's not what she's doing right and two years later the mother comes back to me and says, okay, we thought that you had completely missed the mark on that. We thought that you were so off base and that you were wrong. However, she just found the recording that you had made when I came to you for prayer. And you had said that she was going to go into communications and she wasn't doing that, but she just switched her major to that. And she was wrestling with and struggling and asking God, did I make the right decision? Did I do the right thing? And when she found that tape and played it and I said, I see her in communications, it was the confirmation that she needed. But this was two years later. Like I thought I missed it. The mom thought I missed it. The daughter at the time thought I missed it. And I can guarantee you it didn't resonate with her at that time. At that time. No, because she's like, I'm in college and this is what I'm going for. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was just a freshman in college at that time. And she already, she thought she was going in this one direction. So it was a junior by the time she re-listened to this. So it's one of those things where we just pray about it. We hold it before the Lord. We say, God, is this you? Then you need to show me. You need to bring it back to me. I always say that, um, even when we don't understand the fullness of what it is that we get, God will bring it back and remind us when the time is right. And so that's what we need to do. Well, I, um, pray that today's episode has encouraged you. I want to thank you for listening to dare to hear the podcast where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. I am Debbie Kitterman and I am Brandy Kitterman. And if you guys were encouraged in any way, we would love it. If you would share that with your friends, Uh, If you are listening wherever podcasts are found, go ahead and subscribe to us so that you know when we uh, release new episodes, which should be weekly. Yes, every Wednesday. (laughs) And um, go ahead and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it so that we can get found. If you are watching our lovely faces on the YouTubes, um, please go ahead and push that subscribe button so that you get uh, notified whenever we post and give us a like. Absolutely. And leave us a comment. We want to hear from you. We do. We I love the comments that we've been getting. And in fact, I want to know if there is a topic that you would like us mm-hmm. to talk about, if you would actually let us know and submit that to us via email at info at dare, the number two here dot com and send us in that question. And we would be happy to tackle that question on one of our podcasts that are coming up. And then I just want to remind everybody that I have this new dare to challenge that is happening on the Dare to Hear ministry page on Facebook. It's the third uh, week of every month and you can go to um, my Facebook page and you can find the video that explains it and every month is a different Dare to challenge where I'm daring you Mm -hmm. to do something and we journey together for five days. And if you missed um, the episode previously where I talked about that, uh, you can go check that out as well. And I also have um, on my 
blog, it is up for a challenge. So you can go to my blog at debbiekitterman.com and you can search for up for a challenge and you can read about what that is. And there's a place for you to sign up to be a part of that monthly challenge as well. So we just want to thank you again and we look forward to joining you next week. Shadows of